Welcome to That Sucks, everybody. Presented by Handshake Media. Your fortnightly dose of why Netflix sucks. I went to McDonald's just then and I've got some banana bread and it's toasted and I should probably eat it, but like maybe I'll wait a second because Dan's apparently going to school me on our topic today. Yeah, well, it's kind of a follow-up to last week's episode, which was why Tiger King, the Netflix series, sucks. Yep. Um, Actually, after that uh, came out a couple of weeks ago, my dad sent me an email. He said, just listen to That Sucks podcast, blasphemy putting shit on Joe Exotic. Jesus. Sent from my iPhone. (laughs) Um, So, Papa Crib ain't happy with my views on Joe Exotic. He's a pretty smart guy, it seems. Which you can listen to if you go listen to our last episode. Yeah, do that. But, you know, we assume everybody listening is a mad fan. Oi, I'm so going to, like, have listened. I'm going to hell eat banana bread. I'm going to, like, open it up live on the air. Just treat ready? yourself. Come on. You're going to need a little, uh, you know, boost of endorphins for the schooling I'm about to give you, so. Yeah, you know what? Like, I, I can't do this, Dan. Like, we, we can't just start the show without, like, giving a bit of a, you know, how's it gone? So, are you well? What's what's happening? Just give me a little, like, brief rundown. You're just trying I... to bide time so you can open up that banana bread. Fuck off. And I love it. I'm good. Um, I'll, I'll, uh, you saw the news today, speaking of Joe Exotic, the casting news for the scripted Tiger King series. Nicolas Cage, right? Yeah, he's going to play the Tiger King. I don't understand. I mean, that kind of makes sense. He hasn't got the voice for it, though. You know who put their hand up like straight away was Dax Shepard. I was about to say Dax Shepard, uh, Edward Norton, and Jared Leto. Oh, Jared, Jared Leto. Jared Leto can get in the bin, right? Yeah, no. Nah. Like Let's Edward just, Norton, yeah. yeah. But you know what I find hilarious? So his two, when uh, the Hollywood Reporter asked Joe who he would like to portray him if anything like this happened, do you know who he said? Uh, Brad Pitt. Yeah, Brad Pitt. And then so Brad Pitt, and then you just go the other extreme and say David Spade. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, Joe Dirt, was Joe Dirt based on Joe Exotic? Because... <laughs> it's a little too on the nose. Joe Dirt was like 2002 or something. Yeah, but the character is so similar, right? I mean, I haven't seen that that movie in a long time, but... Brittany Daniel, I think's the the female lead in that. She's you in finishing stuff. finishing your bloody banana bread yet or what? It's taking this a bit is... of time. Well, well, tell... All right, Dan. Let's segue... All right, okay. So Why don't you tell, you do you want to tell the topic or do you want me to do it? Yeah, so you you seemed kind of offended when I said I don't like the Tiger King Netflix series. So mm-hmm. you came back with uh, kind of your rebuttal to me in that you don't like Netflix original series. Well, look, I think for the most part, Netflix original series kind of suck. And season one's usually pretty good, but almost every single second season of a Netflix original show is kind of shitty. And you can extend that to just Netflix original shows in general being a bit kind of whatever. Really? Yeah. Like, And are we talking just Netflix series or Netflix films as well? Well, yeah. I mean, fuck. What Netflix films can... Like, we'll talk about Netflix TV series mostly today, but what are some Netflix films you can think of? I can think of Un- one. Uncut I can gems. think of exactly one. The Irishman, Uncut Gems, or both critically acclaimed. Um, what else? Bright. Uh, about 20 out of... Well, 20 other no, Adam films. Yeah, all right. Well, that was critically panned. So, I, I think that's just like a flop film. Uncut Gems was really great. But like all those Adam Sandler ones you just said, hot garbage. I watched that one, like the murder mystery one with Jennifer Aniston, and it yeah, was I mean, like fine. That, was that a thing where people just love to hate Adam Sandler? So, are you just hating Adam Sandler here or are you hating I Netflix? love Adam Sandler. All right, all right. Like I just thought that was like, no one wants to watch any of those movies. Like, I do. have you seen them? Have you seen them? Yes, How many I love of- all of them. All of them. You watched all of them. You watched the Wild mm-hmm. West one they did with um, Chris Rock. I didn't and- watch that one. Which I other lie. ones? Did- which ones did you watch? 
Um, all of them, but that one. Oh yeah, the one with the one. All of them. All right. There's, there's just too many good ones. Okay. In all seriousness, with the exception of Uncut Gems, can you name one Adam Sandler original movie from the, Netflix? This isn't. We're not talking. This not. I feel like this is one to you, zero to me. So let's just keep going. You want to keep here. moving on? And My... the whole time I'm eating banana bread as well. Just give me two seconds. I'm gonna eat the rest of this. Mm. <laughs> it's like it needs butter. Like, yeah, well, I mean... Why don't they just give you... There's, like, no packet be, of butter for my, my McDonald's I'm banana I'm not going to be buttering you up this episode, all right? I'm coming in coming in hard. So, all right, we're talking about Netflix original series and films, eh? The the ser- the film thing was a, t- a tangent. I'm leaving all this in. I'm eating banana bread still. Dan's still, like... He's so fucking riled up. If you could well, see, I mean... You could see what I see right now. Look at him. <laughs> I'm going to fucking... So, my thesis, as I as stated... Netflix original series, they're okay. Yeah, I, but my problem with Netflix original series is not, not really a problem. It's very co- confusing and convoluted. And when I was doing research into this, how they like label original series. So sometimes they will commission various series. Yeah. Other times they'll buy it after it's already been created. And here's so, the thing, and I'll give you a really good example of that. Are you watching The Last Dance at the moment? That I am not. Yeah, I figured not. But, but, no, I, but that kind of falls into the same thing as... Tiger King, right? Well, the the last dance I didn't realize, but that's being shown right now on ESPN. It's not like a Netflix thing, but it's it's Netflix here Very in Australia. Sneaky. But it's yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, there's like there's stuff like I I've got a list that we we'll talk about. But you know, I said Riverdale's kind of hot garbage, but I love it, but I hate it. It's t- it's like not good, but that's also a CW show. So do you that really doesn't count to me? Yeah. That to me, I, I wouldn't count that. I'd say when we're and talking like Netflix original series, I would say things like Narcos, Stranger Things, BoJack Horseman, Santa Clarita Diet, Love, things like that. And you know what is interesting that you listed some of the shows that I liked. Oh, what's that? Well, I did give you a list. Why don't you spoil that garlic bread and oh, garlic, garlic bread, bread, banana, bread. banana bread. No, we behind <laughs> the scenes, behind the curtain, be eating any bread. But no, I gave you a list of some good shows or some shows that I thought were good, and I gave you a list of some shows I thought were like kind of shitty. Or bad. Oh, there was yeah, butter yeah. in that. Fuck. That whole time, two packets do of butter. Want, do you want to issue an apology to McDonald's? No. Well, so because my, I, okay, I, I said it was co- kind of convoluted, but Netflix will um, often get a lot of its original series from, you know, like Warner Brothers TV or Sony or Paramount, Lionsgate. So while they kind of came out and they said Orange is the New Black is a Netflix series, that came from Lionsgate. House of Cards, that was the first one they commissioned, but that still came from like a different studio. So they haven't kind of pulled the strings a bit. Yeah, but I think like you'd... Like Lionsgate isn't a network that's showing the shows. Like CW... It's a studio. It's a studio, but it's not like a network. It's it's different. Like, you know... Yeah, yeah. It's um, like CW with... They're making um, their shit. Like everything's its own like production studio. You know, everything's... you're You're buying content from somewhere eventually. You'd still consider Orange is the New Black. You consider... House of Cards being Netflix original. Like that's kind of just what it is. But anyway, both of those shows, did you watch both of those shows as a starting point, as a jumping off point? Which ones did you, were you talking about, sorry? Orange uh, is the New Black and Santa Clarita Diet. House of Cards. House of Cards, yeah. Did you watch those shows? Yes. I did watch both of them, yes. Big fan? I liked them, yes. You liked them? Whole time? Big fan? Huge? Start um, to finish? Good series? First couple were great. Yeah? Really? really first couple of seasons were great. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I, I agree because I think I watched the first couple of seasons of both of those shows. And then um, this thing happened that, bearing in mind that, I mean, Netflix has been in Australia now for five years, roughly. So when Netflix first hit, those were the big shows, like those were the tentpole shows. And like most people, I went and watched them and enjoyed them. 
And then a funny thing happened after the first or second season is that I just got so fucking bored that I couldn't return to them. And uh, that was it. But why? Like, what happened? Like, why? What was it that made you be like, I've, I'm done with this? And They're just boring. They just get really fucking boring. And the conflict gets so outrageous, like, so quickly. Do you think things get intense so quickly? Is that more of, like, an inherent problem with binge watching in general? They have to keep you so kind of on edge all the time? I guess so. Because people's attention spans are dropping? Because you'll see you'll see other shows that air weekly. Better Call Saul is a great example of this. It's very slow, and it comes out weekly. And same with The Walking Dead. That has long periods where it's very slow, and that's also airing weekly. So I don't know whether that's... I know, don't know. And maybe Netflix maybe it commissions and create show, you know shows that are designed and built differently for its platform as opposed to traditional media. I mean or- that would make sense. It's the same with Stranger Things, which is again, it's a show I liked, but that's a show that's notorious in at least in my watching experience where you can't really watch one or two episodes, you kind of have to get through it. And and it's almost like why? Why? Like you can't just have a little bit of it. Like the entire it's like watching a third 13 episodes or 10, I can't remember. It's like watching an entire movie that's broken up into 10 parts. Traditional TV series aren't really like that because they're drawing it out over a longer period of time. That's interesting you say that. Like, I was re-watching Dexter recently and I noticed a lot of the cliffhangers you see in Netflix series and other streaming platforms don't apply to, you know, series that were traditionally aired like week to week. So Dexter, for example, there's an episode where Dexter and his sister Deborah are in a car and she veers off the road into a lake, and the car starts sinking, um, and it you know gets fully submerged. And with a Netflix series, that's where the episode would end. But this Dexter episode had an additional three minutes where they both get out of the car and go back to the shore, and then it ends, kind of thing. You know, like there's not that big cliffhanger. I kind of noticed a lot of shows that well, cliffhangers have meant something back thing. before like the streaming. Streaming happened, you know, like yeah, like when there was a cliffhanger, it was a big cliffhanger. It wasn't like every episode there was something. And I actually I can see the problem there in that if you always have a cliffhanger, the resolve to that it's not always going to live up to the hype. So there'll be a big cliffhanger, and then it's super, superly, superly easily resolved. (laughs) I mean, should have had some banana bread. Isn't that easily resolved? You know what I mean? Isn't that pretty much what The Walking Dead was like for every every episode as well? I never watched The Walking Dead because I heard it was like super boring, but isn't it? The start of every episode was really good and the end of every episode was really good and in between was just like, eh. That's another one where I think the problem with Netflix series, original series, is like it's like anything. You know, if you look at any other network or streaming service, they're going to have a bunch of duds and a bunch of good stuff. And maybe some shows fall victim to that platform and format because The Walking Dead, for example, uh, there was a few seasons where people were just saying it was complete trash. Um, and they were watching it week by week, but by the time I got to it late, I could binge those series and th- watching them through in a couple of weeks. I thought they were amazing because I wasn't I wasn't waiting every week. So yeah, I don't know. Don't really know what my argument there is, but yeah. Well, like moving on from that, like so, l- let's just talk about some shows for a second that I liked because let's talk about Stranger Things. Like you like Stranger Things, right? I do. Yes. I think most people that was, like that was one that was created and then sold to Netflix. Well, yeah, but it's a Netflix show. Like let's, it's still. Yeah, no one's going to argue that that's a Netflix series. Um, I'm arguing, and I think that. the first season of that was amazing. That was one of the ones, and we'll probably talk about other shows like this in a second. But well, actually, no. This it's a show like in in a way Tiger King, where at the time that it came out, everyone you know was like had jumped on it and were mm. watching it at once. It was worth it 
because it was exciting and it was interesting and it was different and the music had a real vibe to it and yeah. um and the look of it was like really special hit all the nostalgia buttons and yeah it was just a gen- like a generally good show so the second and third seasons of that show did you enjoy those as much as you enjoyed the first season i did you yeah did? see i found by season 2 and season 3 i was watching it as if it was like homework that i had to get through because i liked the world but I, it was kind of like partly trying to catch up because i know that you've got a certain period of time where if you want to be talking about it with your friends, like people get over shows really quickly. I told you the other week, like Tiger King would be over by the end of that week. Like no one's talking about Tiger King. And that's pretty much true with the exception yeah. of like this Nicolas Cage thing. And Random the, thing. Yeah. And the same thing yeah, goes but with- is that more? Is that more of a thing like you're not, if you had the luxury of watching that show at your own pace and it wasn't going to be ruined or is that more you being disgruntled in the way that, um, of like the culture of TV watching now, let less show the actual content that you're being given. I don't know. It just was. I, I just thought that the show itself was like, it was good, and I I like kind of liked it, but I also felt like, come on, we, we got to like, get yeah. through this so that we can watch the next show. Also, and that's actually that's kind of how it feels sometimes. Like you, uh, it's not just with Netflix shows. It's like you got to like finish the season out so you can move on to the next thing. Um, do you ever yeah. find that? Um, Oh, well, I have a huge list of shows. Yeah, which shouldn't be like that. It should be that you watch TV for enjoyment, not just to like have to keep up with stuff. But maybe that's that's a different argument, but that's a different conversation. We're we're also complaining about being spoiled for choice here. Yeah. Going back to some of the other shows though. So Stranger Things, I thought that was really fucking boring and I just got over that really quickly. Um, I thought, I, I, I think BoJack's a really good show, but I still am like two seasons or maybe even three seasons behind that. Because it's like sometimes these shows are so serious that you kind of need to put aside time to like get your brain in a mode to want to appreciate it. Where I'm watching all this TV at the moment, which I like to think of as just being like, it's like pop music in a way. It's like it's thoughtless, mindless television where you just, you jump into a world and then you can leave it very quickly. And I said last week, Grey's Anatomy, I'm watching that. And um, I'm watching like, uh, I'm watching Baywatch at the moment, so maybe that will ruin my credibility for everyone. But you can watch. <laughs> I win. You can Just watch. Ended, I win. But you can watch an episode of that, and like a lot of times, it's just fucking background noise, and, and that's okay. Um, well, I mean, like the ranch is a good example of that. It's trash, but I watched all eight parts of that. That was probably one of the worst TV shows I ever saw in my life. <laughs> Why? I I watched it, and I was like. None of this is funny and none of this is entertaining. It's like- Like our podcast. Yeah. It's mindless, but without any sort of good outcome. Like, at least if I watch a Grey's Anatomy, I can like text my sister afterwards and be like, oi, this show's fucked, hey. Who's the doctor as well? Yeah. Much you add. And the same with like Baywatch. Like, I can watch it and be like, this music's like, if that hits like a very specific nostalgia button for me. Um, with with the music and the look and everything like that, man, I'm gonna have to send you some YouTube videos of some of the ridiculous moments in this TV series. But all that, I don't really get that from a lot of these Netflix shows. They're just so fucking serious. And is it so you have to invest too much, like into them? Isn't that? I mean, doesn't that kind of say that the storytelling is that good that you can't not well, pay attention? Sometimes it is, and sometimes it isn't. Like, here's a good example. I think as much as I didn't like the ranch. I really, really didn't like the OA. I fucking okay. hated I, the OA. 
I liked it until the until the end when they try and stop a school shooting via interpretive dance. But that's like a show that I think we're both on the wrong side of here because it's critically acclaimed. So I think we just don't get it right. Like that's something that I'm happy to admit that it probably is good, but not for reasons that I'm. But we can you know. also look at something, or watch something, and go. I like this or I don't like this. Just you know, it's not the art side. It's just it's it, that was so fucking boring, and I thought. Well, maybe it's going to it means something because everyone was talking about it and it looks a certain way and it's on Netflix and Netflix at the time because it was like 2016 or something. It's like, oh, yeah, Netflix does good mm. TV shows. And then I just kept watching it and watching. I was like, this is fucking shit. Like, I'll be honest, I didn't finish that series because I got five episodes in, maybe six episodes in. And I was so bored. I'm like, I don't care what the lesson is anymore. This is just not good. I'm turning it off. I think. Okay, you sent me a list of shows that you don't like. Yes. The OA was on there. Yep. Lost in Space. Yep. F is for Family. Umbrella yep. Academy. I love all those three. Then you've got Sensei, Sabrina, Disenchantment, Iron Fist, yep. Paradise PD. The, then you also sent me a list of ones you like, like Dead to Me, Daredevil, Stranger Things, Bojack, Big Mouth, Season 1. So look at that, right? If a TV network brings out 50 shows, how many of those do you reckon that you'd like, realistically, out of a, a whole batch? Maybe like... 10%? I don't know, but there's this thing that people still have that, oh, Netflix original shows are good. Like, off the bat, you don't watch, like, a Channel 10 series and think, like, oh, everything that comes out on Channel 10 is going to be really good. Everything that comes out on Channel 9 is going to be very good. Essentially, Netflix is just another TV channel, right? So it's, yeah, so your disgruntlement... Actually, that's, that's a really good argument, If yeah, because people don't go, like, Channel 10 and chill. Yeah, it's... If think of it just as a, it's almost okay. Yeah, think of it as a TV I get channel. What you're saying here, and it, I'm th- I'm thinking of it like a festival that's become so big that no one gives a shit about the acts anymore. They just want to be there. Yeah, just the automatic hype surrounding every show is not justified when there's been so many mm. misses. At least in my opinion, like there's there's like Tiger King. <laughs> uh, look, fair enough. I defended Tiger King <laughs> last time. That very much goes in the pile of stuff that you're not going to like, and that's. That's fair enough. Like, it's the overratedness of it. Um, let me ask you this, right? So, I kind of feel like Netflix... So, in the way you're looking at it, it's kind of like a necessary evil to get the good stuff. Well, look, there are shows that are good. Don't get me wrong. But do you want to talk about those ones that I said and why... Because uh, I've got stuff to say about them. There's About the good shows? There's asterisks against all those shows. Yeah. Well, actually, before we do that, what do you, what do you think about um, Netflix swooping in and saving things like Arrested Development and Lucifer and... Picking up shows that have been, you know, axed on their network and they Netflix is like, we'll give you a couple more seasons. Well, buddy. Lucifer, I watched like a few episodes of that and turned it off pretty immediately. Arrested, I mean, I thought Arrested season four was okay. Although season five really picks up again. But again, yeah, they, they kind of went in hard being like Netflix semi-original series and they kept like whacking their name on it. So I think... Yeah, but that was still completely under the control of Mitchellwitz, so it was always going to be like the same quality. They just th- like threw money at it. I think as long as it's it's like that and it still is under the control of the original creator, which is it, you know most of these shows are like that. I, what, what what I don't like is when Netflix grab a TV show from maybe the UK, like The Bodyguard was a good example that blew up over in the UK. No pun intended, because it's about a bomber. Um, and then when Netflix aired it in Australia, it was all like Netflix original, and it made it seem like it was something they'd created. Whereas it, that ran on like a TV network in America, right. sorry, in um, the UK, and then over here it was Netflix. So I think sometimes they try to be a bit, be a bit sneaky with what they're claiming is original. I mean, I guess if they're, if they're putting any money into it whatsoever and buying it, they 
fucking probably have the right to do that. I, I don't. I don't have too many thoughts on that. My problem is mostly just with a lot of the original content. I think it's just like it's very overrated and it's not quite yeah. as excellent as we all kind of jump on board with. Um, so you you're not on the hype train. And do you think part of so say with the OA that was one of those shows that everybody was watching and everyone got into. Yeah. Do you think it's a thing where people feel like they have to, or like they're kind of programmed to be like, this is the latest buzz show and they kind of go into it being like, this is going to be great. And then they're like, yeah, this is great because of that. Or Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I think it, you get primed to like something. I mean, and in a so way, Netflix has been really good at doing that and have kind of created a false sense of yeah, hype. But- and also Netflix puts their own series into their like the, the top ones you know like mm. recommended and like they're whacking all their own ones up there which kind of like amplifies that uh, and again um, like that that's message. their service so they they've got the right to promote their shit above but when they're you know, like top today in australia it's like well that's because of this bubble yeah which side am i on again yeah so you, do you your... want to talk about the ones you actually do like and why oh hang on i'll get to that but like you know to, to your point like you know you didn't jump on the like i jumped on the tiger king hype train but it was also like I enjoyed the series. Like I thought it was just ridiculous. I enjoyed it for a different reason than you didn't enjoy it. If that makes sense, you know we we had differing opinions yeah. on on viewing that show, but that's that's fine. It's, it's also that's also I think a product of a specific time or like its its success was largely to do with when it kind of dropped. Like true crime, do you, do you, do you tie like true crime into that? Yeah, category? like anything that is. I'm, I'm what I'm mostly talking about is like the scripted dramas and comedies and stuff because. Like again, the last dance is a, is an ESPN show, but as in terms of being a documentary, it's it's great. Like I I really really enjoy it. I enjoyed Tiger King. I enjoyed a lot of the cooking shows. Like Chef's Table is good. Nailed it. Fucking love nailed it. That's probably my favorite show on Netflix. Yeah, that stuff doesn't really get hyped in the same way that a lot of the other um like the other series get hyped. You know, again, the OA comes out or you know the Stranger Things and those type of shows. Have you seen Have you seen Ozark? No, that's one that I I have been meeting check out. I've heard very good things from most people on that show. Yeah, I, I finished season three last night, and it's it is up there with one of the best series I've seen. It is so good. Yeah, I mean it's one of those ones that's pretty heavy as well, right? It is. It's like super dark. Like you, like I the last three episodes of season three were just. Ugh. Yeah, this is a preference thing. It's not like a this is better or worse thing. But I think I just I'm not that into really. Okay, here's a, here's a hot take real quick. I don't mm. think that swearing is a good thing in television series. What do you mean? I mean, like, there's a time and a place, right? If it's just somebody swearing excessively, then you're like, all right, chill out. But if it's, you know, every now and then... I, I feel when like... someone's really stressed out and they, but, they're, like, swearing, and that kind of makes sense, right? Because that's just what a normal person would do. Yeah, but like, I feel like... Somebody's not going to... You know, if, if someone's got a gun to your head and you're swearing, that's a pretty normal response. Yeah, it's, like, thrown in now so much. It's just like, oh, we're on Netflix. We can just, like, we can swear more. It's like, you don't have to do that. As a kid, if I heard swear words on TV, I would have been like, this is fucking sick. But and that's kind of the that's what I take from it is that they're trying to impress people that like knew that you couldn't swear on network television ten years ago, fifteen, twenty years ago. <laughs> Do you remember that episode of South Park where someone says shit on NYPD Blue and they they have a whole episode about just that and everyone starts walking around <laughs> saying shit? Anyway, it's good. It's a good episode, it's like season five. Um, hey, you know what? The mailman's here again. I remember last time we recorded get and the mailman. Fucked, mailman. Should I, should I get him to come in and say something on the podcast? Yeah, do it. Here, hold on. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Um, so before the postman rudely interrupted us, I think he's just leaving now. Um, what, what, what were we talking about? Uh, I don't know. 
Okay, this is a problem recording from home. <laughs> so, would you want to go over to the the series that you do like? Yeah. Sure. Um, and maybe that'll shed some light onto what oh, I was talking about. Pickles. I was talking about swearing in TV shows. That's what that's what we're talking about. Yeah, I don't really have a problem with that. I think that there's a time and a place. Like Ozark, there's some very intense scenes where people swear, and you're like, "Well, that makes I, sense." I reckon the way I take it, like tee hee hee, look at what we got away with, like swearing on television. Which I, think I mean, is like, sure, if the you know, if Jason Bateman and Ozark like looked at the camera, said "fucking winked," then you could be a bit like, "Oh, <laughs> it all <laughs> seems like fucking wink." It like everything is now. A wink. Everything's a reference egg, to something else. I guess also that ties into what you were saying before about the cultural pressure of being on top of things because, you know, if someone makes a joke about something and you're like, what? You feel like a real turkey. Mm. Okay, let's just go to some of the ones that I, I like. So I sent you a list of all the stuff I didn't like. Some shows that I did like. And there's an ast- let me say, there's an asterisk against pretty much every one of these shows as well, which I'll talk about Is that an end. asterisk like but? Is that a but yes. asterisk? Or- yes, yes. All right, well, the first one... Uh, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll, just re- I'll, I'll read the list. I'll just read the list, ready? And by the way, no particular order here. Dead to Me, Daredevil, Stranger Things, Bojack Horseman, Big Mouth, Jessica Jones. That's the list that I came up with so far. You've you mentioned... Want, you a medal or what? You've mentioned some of those shows already today. Like, you like some of those ones, right? I love all of those shows, except I haven't watched Dead to Me. Okay, so Dead to um, Me, Let let me just say... Dead to Me is coming back for a second season in about a week's time or maybe two weeks' time. So I suspect that in that time, that show is going to come off the list. Because here's the thing. All of those shows, dynamite first seasons. and then, Great cast. And yeah, everything, beautiful. And then it goes downhill after that. I talked about Stranger Things. I think the second and third season of Stranger Things were fine and I enjoyed them, but I did not enjoy them as much as the first season. Um, you said like with Ozark, right? The third season's amazing, and everyone's yeah, t- said that's better and better. better and better. I don't people think people are comparing str- it. Pe- people are describing it as the new Breaking Bad, which I don't think is true because it's different and it's also a very lazy comparison. But uh, it does feel like you're watching something that's yeah important. Okay, I- I'll-, I'll agree with you there in that like a lot of these shows had a great start, um, like specifically like the the, the Marvel yeah like, like Daredevil and, and Jessica I Jones. I thought Jessica Jones um, was fine like as it went on too. I, th- I and the thing is like. Daredevil was better good. was Bojack. Yeah, Bojack. Bojack get, keeps getting better and better and better. I'll I'll take that off my like decline list then because I haven't finished it, so I can't say that's that's finished now, right? Like it's it's all over. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm a little bit behind on that one, but I do I do really enjoy it. But I find I have to put myself in the right mode to watch it because it's like it's heavy shit. But I remember really like specifically the end of it's like episode nine in season one is like the second last episode. It got real fucking heavy in like the last moment where Bojack had like this actual moment of self-reflection and and I thought that was really great. But that doesn't necessarily translate to every one of those other shows on the list. Like, But, it's, but it's, I mean, that that comes down to like any other show on any other network or streaming platform, right? Like it's just, that that's to do with the writers at the end of the day. Yeah, like looking at do stuff you- like Big Mouth, I thought the first scene is that was so funny. And then it just kind of, second season was like, was all right. The last season was is tough. I thought that's that- a good example of a show that was meant to be one and done. And because of its popularity, it got renewed for, it's up to, I think it's been renewed for a stupid amount of seasons. Like there's at least a few more in the bag. Right. I mean, that that makes sense because to me, it's like they had this one great season. They sold it. It was a one and done thing. And then Netflix were like, Hey, this is, this is huge. Can we make more? They made some more and they were, then they ran out of decent story, you know, cause it wasn't, that wasn't their original plan. Yeah. And that's like a talented 
group of writers and actors and like they sh- they have it in them to make more amazing TV, but they just what they did and what I didn't like is you know on my list of hate I put Paradise PD. I, I actually I'd like to watch that that later season because I'm I'm curious as to where they took it, but. That was only gross-out humor. The first season that I saw of that had nothing else apart from like gross-out humor in the writing. And I think Big Mouth took that approach with the last season more than they did in the in the previous seasons. And it's fucking lazy. Like that's that's all it is. The first season had some really nice moments. Big Mouth, I mean, had some really nice moments and that kind of just dissolved as time went on. So is, is that more reflective of the audience? People just short attention span they need it now they need like crass humor and like maybe it is but it doesn't mean that it has to be dumb like you can also try harder yeah true like the first season i'd I'd half-ass it but yeah the first season didn't rely on it and it was still great so why not make more seasons like that like why just get lazy and and go to the the maybe they're a victim of their own success Maybe, but like a lot of them are like that. I I think Daredevil started really great. I don't think that sucked towards the end, but it it didn't get better. Um, Jessica yeah, my, Jones my problem with better. that is especially what you were saying before about how they were all all those. There was like Iron Fist, the Defenders, mm. Jessica Jones, Daredevil, Luke Cage, and they were all tied together. So you felt like you had to watch. I felt like I had to watch all of them, and when I couldn't get through a certain you know, specific series in that little universe. Yeah. I kind of just threw the whole thing away. That series was Iron Fist. You don't have to, like, leave that out. Iron Fist was not good. It was not a good television show. I, I lasted yeah. two episodes in that before I gave up because it was very, very boring and not worth my time. I mean, the thing is, with a lot of these shows, maybe I'm just not in a in a mode where I have infinite time to keep watching this shit. There, there was a point in my life when I could fucking binge TV shows all day, every day. And we've talked about that. Like I've watched Scrubs on repeat for probably about two years when I was about 17, 18. Um, so I had time back then to watch TV shows, but now like I just, I can't. So my time's mm. like, if I'm going to like start a new show that I want to invest in, again, I'm not invested in watching Grey's Anatomy. I'm not invested in watching well, Baywatch. You, know, you talk about it more than enough. Yeah. So. <laughs> I can just I can watch a fucking episode of it and then I can never think about it again and that's fine. All these other ones, they, they, when they you bring it up every two seconds on the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, but these ones they they require like investment. Like Umbrella Academy, I started that. I was like, I just I love don't care about this show. Is that not maybe Netflix's fault so much as oversaturation with that specific genre? Yeah, maybe. Like, and also, I think like things are different these days in that the shows that you're referencing, like Grey's Anatomy and Scrubs, they're of a time where shows would air, and then if they weren't popular, they just disappear until they eventually hit DVD or whatever. Whereas now everything is there all the time, so you have these gems from the '90s and the early 2000s that stuck out and slowly piled up, while like thousands of shows went by the wayside. Now there's the ability to make a lot more and all this stuff just stays in your face because of how accessible it is. Yeah. So I think I think part of the problem is just oversaturation and there's too much stuff and like, because, you know, would you, you can put it on Netflix a bunch, but how would you compare Netflix to other um, streaming platforms with their original content? It's just Amazon that's really doing original stuff, but Amazon's good. Like by comparison, and I'm, I'm only thinking of, Three, I can think of three shows that maybe there's more than that that I've watched, but like Marvelous Miss Maisel is really good. Fuck, what's the one with Giovanni Ribisi? Sneaky Pete. Sneaky Pete. 
That was really good show, and um, I thought uh, The Boys was really good. Did you watch but that? Again, how how many? I did. I like that. How many have they produced though relative to Netflix? Because if if they've made ten, or well, probably they've made a lot more than ten. But say for example, if they've made ten, and four of them are good, whereas Netflix have made a hundred and forty of them are good. It's yeah, but by just, comparison, it just means know. that the hit rate they're like they're taking more time with it and more consideration. They're making better content. The Tick. Okay, there's a few stinkers in there. The Tick was okay, but it wasn't much to write home about. Jean-Claude Van Johnson wasn't much to write home about either. So, look, out of those five TV shows, you like 60% success rate, at least for me. But, yeah, I, I think like Netflix being the monolith that it is at the moment is just they're throwing everything at the wall where I think Amazon maybe is being a bit more measured or maybe other streaming so- services are being more measured. I, I've well, watched make- one Disney Plus original series which was Angela from The Office doing like a kid's fucking like baking show. And that, that make you feel? Not great. Um, it's interesting though because Netflix, they don't sell ads, right? And so mm. they make, um, and they apparently, um, according to a website called Investopedia, they don't sell their user data. So they pretty yeah. much only make money off subscriptions. Mm-hmm. So for them, I think they, they have a more of a need to be producing original content because someone like Disney, fuck, they have so many other avenues and they can pull all of, I don't know how the deals work, but, you know, they've already started pulling Disney stuff off Netflix and other streaming services to put onto Disney+. Plus. So if Netflix all of a sudden doesn't have the rights, because everyone's launching their own streaming platforms yeah. and a lot of them already have all this content that they're now pulling back in. So Netflix kind of has to keep creating original content. So when yeah, they absolutely. lose all the other stuff. I just think that a lot of it is pretty half-baked or comes out really good and falls off the cliff like very shortly after that. Do you think that's because people want it now? People want another season and they're, they're rushing or... Well, maybe, but how much could they be rushing? It's like all these shows that we're talking about, they release new seasons every year. Sometimes like Stranger Things took a year and a half maybe for the second or third season to come out of that. It's not like they're rushing through it. Some of the best shows that have ever been produced are ones that ran two or three seasons, almost got cancelled, kept going and then found like global fame towards the end of their run. So part of me thinks maybe now with the immediacy of what's going on shows it, it's like the, you know it's it's like a curve. You have a quick rise and then a very steep fall whereas like Breaking Bad almost got cancelled numerous times. Seinfeld as well as a show that didn't find fame until you know a few seasons in. Scrubs 2 was up in the air for a while. I think so. their whole run though were pretty much up in the air like weirdly enough. Yeah, you know what I mean? So that I think for them it was slow it was a slow build and Scrubs is Still, like one of the most popular shows around on streaming services, and I think it's I mean, the Office as well. Attention spans, yeah, Parks the, and the Rec. Office as well. That's right. That was up in the air until until it just clicked. Um, Parks and Rec. I think it's this thing of us. And actually, you know what's funny? A lot of my favorite shows. When I tell people, oh, you know, you have to watch Parks and Rec, or you have to watch Shit's Creek, it's always prefaced with the first season isn't that great, but just get through it. Whereas now it's like... It's the opposite of that. go and watch something. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if... Like, what does that have to say? Because you're saying season one is great and then it goes downhill. Whereas a lot of my favorite shows, season one, you know, you've got to kind of stick in, stick with it and then you get rewarded later. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it might be what you said before. Maybe it's people coming up with really great ideas for one season where it is literally just a, a film, like a long fucking film. A lot of those other shows, they were, so they, were, they were developing the characters. I wouldn't say they came into the show half-baked. They just evolve uh, over time. Which that could go to like the show creators and writers write differently for Netflix because of how it's consumed. They can't... Whereas, you know, if you have a week, week by week with Parks and Rec, you have X amount of seasons or chances to 
develop characters, even yeah. though on the surface you might think Parks and Rec is just kind of 20 minutes, easy going. Those characters have a lot of development over the I mean, the, the thing the is with run. Parks and Rec too, I watched the first episode of that the week it came out, but yeah, I didn't didn't like it at all. It took See, me why, years why to come you... back and find that show. Yes, but why? Like, why did you come back and find that? Because with Netflix series, you know, you've said you've watched like the first couple episodes of some stuff and you're like, gross, throw it away. Why with Parks and Rec did you go back to it? Um, That was, I'm trying to remember when I actually did go back and watch it because some things I I went back and watched because of it being on on streaming services and some might be DVDs or etc. if you're on know what I'm talking about. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it was the hype that surrounds the TV show. People that I trust that have good taste telling me to watch something. It could have been that. It's really yeah, hard well, to say. Someone I trusted told me to watch Tiger King. And, and you had a great time. As far as my dad knows, I had a great time. Yep. Just going back really quick, because like we're, we're going pretty long in this episode. But uh, This episode, right? Let's just quick recap for you listening at home. In this episode, Troy ate banana bread and I got a special delivery live on the air. Yep. If, you, if you're just tuning in now... It's a very special episode of That Sucks. If you're just tuning in now... Anyway, what were you going to say before I... Oh, I, did you look into House of Cards? I did not, know. Okay. So that was like the first... Like I said, I think that was the first series that Netflix... Um, let me just hold up. Let me confirm. Yeah, House of Cards was the first series that Netflix commissioned in 2013. I remember reading with House of Cards, part of the reason that show came up in the way it did was just Netflix mining the data of its users... And being like, well, people like Kevin Spacey and people want a political drama at the moment and people want whoever was the director or something of some of these episodes or the writer. And so they just kind of put this show together. It was just a complete like TV show essentially produced by an algorithm. I mean, the algorithm, it wasn't wrong until, I mean, it was wrong picking Kevin Spacey, but well, we didn't. outside of that, it wasn't wrong. Yeah. But that's, that's kind of just what the entire model is now. It's just content driven by whatever the algorithm is telling it to. I'm pretty sure they, yeah, they but said that. Isn't that also what like TV networks did? That was like, this is what the ratings are showing us people want. So this is what we're going to do more of and do less of. And Yeah, but there's still got to be like a certain amount of taste in that. You and know? I guess that's also like, it is figures, but that, there's a bit of a human element in that as well. It's not mining data. and Yeah, but look, I think um, I'm probably out of points. And I'm almost out of coffee. Out of points? Like points to make. Yeah, I, I mean, you did have that banana bread. Yeah. Which I don't know how the, the head of the network is going to deal with that. But yeah, like I, I think I've pretty much done. I Honestly, I think I'll sum it up. I'm not going to stop watching these shows. Like, don't get me wrong. But I think so many of them are pretty overrated. And I think they don't deserve the hype. Most of them don't deserve the hype. Most of them are highly forgettable. So, yeah. So, I mean, I disagree, and here's five reasons why I disagree with that. Uh-huh. Narcos. Uh-huh. Stranger Things. Yep. Ozark. Uh-huh. Master of None. Bojack Horseman. And I'll give you a bonus one, which you can shove this up your ass. Glow. Yeah, Glow was fine. I liked Glow. Oh, come on. It's good. You like wrestling? No, I do. I I did. I thought the first season of Glow was amazing, um, but I also thought it got, again, like a little bit less amazing every season. Um, after that, I think that I think that says more about you than the content. Maybe I thought Master of None was fine. It's season two, okay, that's a show where season two is just fucking incredible. Like season one, I was like, yeah, right, pretty good, and season two is just stunning. I don't know, man. I didn't think season two was that special. What were well, the, you've, you've seen it? Yeah, I've seen that one. What did you? Uh, to, what else I, was it, on the it, list that you just said? Narcos, uh, I haven't seen. Narcos is a is that's incredible. I wish that I could just like smack myself over the head and just forget I saw it, so I could rewatch it from the start. 
Stranger Things, which we've talked about, Ozark, seriously get on that, mm-hmm. uh, Master of None and BoJack, which we've spoken about. So, And again, I still think so many of those series are very... Fi- like, I, I can't really tell you what happened in the second season of Stranger Things. Yeah, but can you tell me what happened in the fourth season of Scrubs? Yes. But I also watched that bit out. I watched that like a million times. I mean, Uh, and particularly if you said to me, like, what happened in season six of Buffy or season two of Buffy, I can tell you all that stuff, obviously. Obviously. All right. Or or Veronica Mars or uh, even South Park for the first probably 14 seasons or The Simpsons for that matter. Um, But that's also more. just saturating my brain with the same content every week for a very short period of time, which is what happens when you're a kid. So it's, that's like maybe different, but... So I wonder if there's any Netflix series that if you'd watched in that same way that you don't like now... I'm trying to if think... If you'd watched them in a similar way back then, you'd be like, ooh... I mean, are there any Netflix series that you've rewatched? I have not. Yeah, which is surprising. But again, that just goes to the fact that there's so much out there and, you know, you don't have the time to be re-watching something unless it's something that you really love. Well, the the show that I re-watched three times in the space of less than a year was uh, Shit's Creek, which is on Netflix, which is Preach. not a Netflix show. So it goes to show that something that's good has rewatchability to it. You know, I could probably tell you what happened in every season of that show. But again, I've watched it more than once. I watched it three times. So... It's different, but like, well, that goes to show, like, there's um, and you know, like a lot of Ma- Michael Scher's work, like Parks and Rec, The Office, Brooklyn Nine Nine, The Good Place. Actually, The Good Place is interesting because that all dropped on Netflix. Oh no, that was weekly. Even though it was on Netflix, it was weekly. Right. I wonder if those shows, if you had the ability to binge, say, like, The Office, it wouldn't have had the same effect because you're getting too much too quickly. You know, like maybe that's it. Maybe the Netflix series aren't flawed because of the content but how you're consuming it if you watched one a week of something you'd have time to like process it better and i don't know man but like that doesn't explain shit's creek that's true i've watched it fast i've watched it slow it goes down good anyway <laughs> and you know what i actually have rewatched stranger things i watched that twice listen mate and, if you uh, don't agree with my argument i will spoil the last season of shit's creek right now <laughs> do you concede this podcast would be over if you did that. Actually, probably wouldn't be. <laughs> this friendship would be over. Yeah. Let's fucking stop talking because um, I'm sick and tired of you. I I'm can't. sick of you sprouting your fucking undeveloped peasant opinion on my favorite <laughs> series. Um, well, let's leave it there. But that was sort of fun, I suppose. Except that the fact I had to talk to you for an hour or so. Listen, mate, I'm not too happy about that either. But luckily, I can watch some Netflix later and forget about it. <laughs> That's true. Well... Uh, you do that. I'll watch Baywatch on Amazon. I I can't believe I'm like standing Amazon at the moment because I thought that was pretty not great a little while ago. That was like the first on my chopping block of streaming services to cancel. Here, actually, yeah, really quick. My from like favorite to least favorite, Stan is the best. Then Disney Plus, then Netflix, and then Amazon. That's kind of in my brain the hierarchy. Wow. You know, I'm glad you said that because we could maybe get Stan to give us free memberships. I already pay for it. I'm happy to pay for content like that. I'm happy to pay for Veronica Mars at any point and Buffy and all the shows that I like. Although I'm pretty sure they've got the remastered version of Buffy, which is really fucked. Yeah. It was the same as The Simpsons on Disney+. Plus. They cropped it um, yeah. into, a, into a widescreen ratio. And in doing so, they you know, got rid of a lot of the, um, the jokes. We should actually bring that up because in a different episode because nah, Disney+, Plus is going to re-release 
the Simpsons shown in its original ratio. So yeah, they said maybe they gonna, that's they said they were going to do that within a month, and then that just didn't happen. So it's happening in like May or June, I think now. So. Oh, okay, I'm like in season five or six at the moment. I started from like season three and just watched watching through when it's it gets hard. Those first few seasons are hard, dude. I see, from season three though, it's pretty much like a hit every episode. It's very good. The last episode I watched was Burns Air, where Bart becomes Mr. Burns Air. Oh, yeah. And it's so funny, man. Like, I, I was actually dreading it because I was like, oh, I don't think I like this episode. Is that the but... one where he's like, you belong to, you are Homer and Marge's <laughs> boy? <laughs> Is it that one? Yeah, that's the one. Um, and there's that one. And also the one where Homer goes to space, where I was like, I don't think I want to watch this episode. I don't, I don't... Deep Space Homer. You know, I have an original script from that episode. Do you? It's a yep, good episode, man. It's a very good episode. Anyway, we'll leave it there. But thanks so much for joining us here on That Sucks for this week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you want to hear more from the Handshake Media Network, you're going to go to thepodcasts.com.au and what listen to all the episodes so you can hear how wrong Troy is all the time. All right. Well, that's enough. Uh, I'm going to get out of here. I'm getting out of here. All right. Peace. First. Peace, Dan. Peace. Thanks so much. You've been listening to That Sucks presented by Handshake Media. Bye. Bye. Bye.